At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is My Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hello and welcome into My Guys in the Desert. Stormy Bonantoni with you live from downtown Las Vegas at Circa Resort and Casino. A busy hour on tap. A certain NFL story that will not go away. So plenty more on that in a moment. Also lots of Major League Baseball talk with the deadline coming yesterday. Steve Buchanan, MLB betting analyst over at DraftKings, will join us later on in the hour. We'll get into some college football futures with the one and only Tim Murray, VEASAN host of the Nightcap, did a lot of great work in the college football betting guide. And Dwayne Colucci of the Rampart Race and Sportsbook at the end of the hour. Give us the book's perspective on all of the news that has gone down today, which is where we're going to start in today's top five. I'm mentally prepared to come in here talking Bojangles and how it's been absolutely just destroyed in Matt Eumann's fast food rankings, but instead we have to talk about more serious things here. The big news of the day coming out down the pipeline about an hour ago that the initial ruling from Judge Sue L. Robinson on Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson and his having a six-game suspension will be appealed by the NFL. Now, this is what we warned you about when the news came down on Monday. Not to get too excited about betting on or against the Browns just yet with still more questions to come, but what does this mean? Well, according to the NFL's personal conduct policy, the appeal will be, quote, processed on an expedited basis. The commissioner, meaning Roger Goodell, or his designee, should should he appoint one to hear the appeal, can overturn, reduce, modify, or increase the discipline previously issued. And here's the important distinction here. The decision will be final and binding by all parties. Now, the NFL has reportedly been pushing for and believe they have ground 
grounds for an indefinite suspension of at least one year for Watson. The NFLPA now has two days to respond to this appeal. But this is where things start to get dicey because, and just like yesterday when I told you I'm not a doctor, I'm also not a lawyer. So there's some legalese in here, but it brings up a very real possibility that Watson's camp or the NFLPA could file a federal lawsuit on his behalf, which could go months into the season. And interesting to note, in the meantime, as part of a federal lawsuit, they could also, from my understanding, file for this temporary restraining order that would keep Watson on the field until that case is complete. But the issue here is how clearly that NFL CBA is written and how the court can essentially say this is a matter between two parties who have an agreement, the CBA, in place. So just really riveting stuff. Um, we're back to the league being judge, jury, and executioner, which I thought was the point of bringing in this outside arbiter that was mutually agreed upon between both parties, but apparently not. Most of the Browns' bets um, in certain books are off the board right now. We know that season win total of nine and a half was put up on Monday, but who knows where that will be. And does this also bring up any Jimmy Garoppolo questions back into mind? Who knows? But all, all of those questions that we had prior to Monday, we now have, again, all of a sudden. Browns fans, how you feeling right now? Tweet at us, at VEASAN Live, at Storm Bonantoni. But we will roll on with today's top five and continue that Browns conversation with some of our guests a little bit later in the show. Uh, it was a tough night for the Mets yesterday. Jacob deGrom looked solid as can be in his first start in more than 13 months. They lost anyways to the Nationals, and that's a Nationals team without Juan Soto or Josh Bell, who are on their way to San Diego. DeGrom in five innings allowed just three hits and one earned run, six strikeouts. But the Mets bullpen coming in three innings, allowed five hits, four earned runs. It's the 17th time over the last five years DeGrom's allowed one run or fewer, and the Mets have lost most of any pitcher in the league. And interesting to note as well, since 2018, Underdogs are 37 and 41 on the money line against the Mets when DeGrom is pitching. A $100 better would be up more than two grand if you're fading them. More than 90% of the handle yesterday was on the Mets. Uh, Nationals end up cashing is plus 280 dogs. And Washington trailing now is a plus 230 dog. Today, um, 2 nothing early in the bottom of the third as the Mets and Nats continue to go at it. Sticking with Major League Baseball number three, got some good news for the Phillies. According to interim manager Rob Thompson, Bryce Harper has begun a throwing program after having three pins removed from his left thumb on Monday. Harper's been out of the lineup since fracturing that thumb June 25th. The time is also allowed some time for that right elbow to heal. As a result, Harper said, quote, hopefully I'll be in right field by the end of the year. Very positive. Yesterday, the Phillies made a couple sensible trades to upgrade their roster considerably as well. Starting pitcher Noah Syndergaard, reliever David Robertson, and outfielder Brandon Marsh at the deadline. Phillies odds after 3-1 win this morning over the Braves. 70-1 uh, to win the NL East, 18-1 in the pennant race, 40-1 to win the World Series. More Kevin Durant rumors. Shocking. I know. According to a report from Heavy.com, Durant plans to meet directly with the Nets owner, Josai, this week regarding a trade demand. His trade demand, of course. Uh, the Nets have rebuffed multiple times. Offers since Durant has made this request. The organization's made it clear they're not going to give up this generational talent talent for less than the Kings ransom odds are off the board at the moment but last time we saw them KD was a minus 150 favorite to return to the Brooklyn Nets the Suns and Raptors the shortest shots after that and last one here as we round out today's top five could we see Kenny Pickett after all as the starting 
quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Athletics' Mark Cavoli reporting Mitch Trubisky, quote, really hasn't been sharp while getting all the first-team reps. He added he's particularly struggled with the seven-shots drill, which involves offense and defense going head-to-head at the two-yard line. Trubisky started strong before going on an 0-for-16 streak in the drill, connected on just three of 20 reps throughout all of camp uh, going into today. Kaboli also highlighted another team period during a recent Steelers practice where he went 0-for-4 and made an easily avoidable interception toss. Uh, head coach Mike Tomlin said yesterday he's looking for playmaking from the rookie Kenny Pickett and also, of course, Mitch Trubisky. The report's given some credence, though, to Pickett being that favorite on the odds board for Offensive Rookie of the Year at 6-1. to one. Playing behind one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL, however, would still give me a little bit of pause about that. So that's today's top five. Obviously, the Browns news and Deshaun Watson being the bell of the ball with that information coming down just about an hour ago. But any additional information, if we do get some throughout the course of the hour, we'll make sure to bring that to your attention. But like we have been doing every day this week, we're getting back to some of our NFL futures with alphabets. So making talking through 23, 26, excuse me, because I know how many letters are in the alphabet. There we go. Uh, 26 potential bets that I like going through each letter alphabetically going into this NFL season. Today we are on E, and E is for Evans. Talking about Mike Evans, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers receiver. I like his overs on 1,025 and a half receiving yards at plus 105, and I like him over the touchdown mark as well, minus 105. So you're just sitting around that even money mark on both of those. Julio Jones being added to the Bucks receiver room. Evans' totals have all gone down, understandably so. But for me, if Evans stays healthy, he's going to continue to be that wide receiver one for our guy Tom Brady, the go-to target. Since Brady arrived in Tampa, Mike Evans' numbers have improved dramatically. When five touchdowns and eight touchdowns in 2017 and 18 to 13 and 14 since Tampa came to since Tom came to Tampa Bay, as they're calling it, uh, 13 touchdowns and 14 touchdowns in 2020 and 21. His receiving yards went slightly over this number a year ago as well. So I am I'm buying in on Mike Evans this year. Just hopefully we can uh, shore up that offensive front for Tom Brady. Of course, the news coming out over the weekend. Ryan Jensen, his Pro Bowl center, going to be unavailable this year up front. F in our alphabets is for 49ers. You guys knew it was going to be this. I, granted, I did have to get a little bit creative because we know that that's like a digital Thing, right? Uh, it's it's a four. It's a number. It's numerical. It's not necessarily a letter, but we're going with F for 49ers. I like the Niners and the Rams to both make the playoffs. Put those together. Plus 120. Obviously the top two teams in the NFC West. I don't want any Cardinals backers coming in here and coming at me for this one. I strongly disagree and will continue to do so. I think that there's a good amount of value in this bet. Um, obviously the defending Super Bowl champions with all the pieces that they brought back look to be another steady presence. The question mark with with San Francisco is at quarterback with Trey Lance. A little bit of a wild card, I know, but a lot of betters out there seem to be liking Trey Lance getting in on his MVP odds. While I disagree with that, I do agree that the 49ers, regardless of if Trey Lance isn't necessarily going to have to play hero for you, he'll do enough to get you over that win total and get you into the postseason. Rolling on, G 
in our alphabets is for giants. I was, and let me tell you, I kind of forgot about them for a second when I was going through this exercise, trying to pick which wagers I would like to do for each of these letters. I was looking for Green Bay stuff, and I was like, no, the Giants over that season win total of seven at plus 105, I can get on board with. New head coach Brian Dable, the potential to improve the quarterback play of Daniel Jones, improved offensive line, healthy team to start the year. Saquon Barkley, Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Tony. They made improvements defensively, should have a sound front seven. And obviously, you know, the excitement around their first round draft pick and Kayvon Thibodeau. Now, while the division has gotten better as a whole, the NFC East isn't exactly a gauntlet either. So I think that there's some opportunity for, for Daniel Jones and Brian Dable to get over the hump to be better. I'd honestly even... Be willing. You could you could toss this at me, and I might be interested at it. I know it's it's not maybe not the sexiest wager in the land, but a plus two fifty price on the Giants to make the playoffs. I know that sounds a little bit absurd. Don't come in my DMs for this one uh, for a team that had just four wins a year ago and a coaching change. But I'm on board. I think we can sneak in one more here real quickly. H is for Herbert. Justin Herbert. We're going over your passing yards, my friend. 4,700 and a half at minus 110. This number has gone up from 4,650 and a half initially, so you're not going to be getting the best value on it. Um, not in love with this price point either at minus 110, but when you look at some of the other opportunities to buy in on Herbert to be the the have the most touchdowns or most passing yards, you're getting plus 650, plus 550, but I would rather take a market where you're betting on him just to stay healthy and get the ball in his playmaker's hands that he can get this number versus going against the Tom Brady's, Aaron Rodgers, even Derek Hart, 18 to 1, I think could be valuable in any of the, in, um, the, the most touchdowns or most passing yards markets. Um, but Herbert, we know 4,300 yards as a rookie, 5,000 last year, ranked second in the league in yards, third in touchdowns, third in overall QBR. He's got the weapons around him. Big fan of Justin Herbert, and I will continue to buy in on him throughout the course of the season. Uh, remember, everybody, if you missed any of this segment or any segment from any show on VEASAN, they are all available in podcast form. And the beauty of this show is that not only do you get the full hour, but you get a bonus mini pod once a week as well. Producer Steph Kamershack and I answering your questions. So if you have some, send them to me again at VEASAN Live, at Storm Bonantoni, or for her at Bills In Me Pocket, Bills with a Z. On the other end of this break, from the NFL to college football, we go VEASAN Zone. Tim Murray joins us next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. The College Football Betting Guide is out now. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of all 131 teams, including team trends, power ratings, over-under recommendations, plus our best season win total bets, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff predictions. The only way, though, to get access to this year's Football Betting Guide is to become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. Sign up early, and for a discounted $175, you get the college and pro football betting guides, along with full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $40 a month if you want to go the monthly way and see VEASAN uh, to up your betting game in every way possible. So go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the sports betting network. One of the incredible contributors to this college football betting guide joins us live on My Guys in the Desert now. Tim Murray, host of the Nightcap here on VEASAN weekday evenings from 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific, 10 to 1 Eastern. Obviously, Tim... You are a D.C. guy, so I hesitate to even ask you after all of the MLB news the past 24 hours how you're doing, but I will bite the bullet. How you holding up? You okay? I'm doing all right, Stormy. 2019, as uh, I continue to say, was amazing. Uh, the championship run was, uh, was, was remarkable, and uh, unfortunately, uh, time has come uh, for, uh, for them to sell the ship, but the positive aspect was at 6 a.m. yesterday, where you sit, Stormy, Circa still had 22 to 1 on the Padres to win the World Series, plus 1075. And uh, I had had a, a strong inclination that it was going to happen. And it wouldn't just be Soto, it would be Bell as well. Uh, so I am now a San Diego Padre fan the remainder of the year. I have my Nats 
win total under ticket, feeling pretty good. And now I have my first future bet, which is the Padres at 22 to one. There you go. Sometimes you got to, I mean, more often than not, you got to bet with your head and not your heart. And there you go. And I saw you wearing that 2019 shirt last night on the nightcap. Well done, sir. Um, We obviously have a lot of college football to talk about, but real briefly with the news that came out just about an hour and a half ago, Deshaun Watson, the six-game suspension, the NFL has elected to make that appeal. You're somebody who covers every sport here at the network. What was your initial reaction? Yeah, not not totally surprising. And I thought, you know, it was pretty telling on Sunday evening, Stormy, when the NFLPA put out their statement saying that they would uh, accept any punishment that was brought down by Judge Robinson. I think that was a pretty clear indication, okay, they're getting something that they're going to be uh, acceptable with. And, you know, as, as people have pointed out, you know, the comparisons of this six-game suspension to, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, his first PED positive test led to a six-game suspension. You could compare this to the Ben Roethlisberger uh, six-game suspension or this to Calvin Ridley getting suspended for an entire season uh, for his his uh, you know gambling transgressions. So I, I think all of that put together, and we talked about it on the nightcap on Monday night, you know, because we here at a gambling network try to push aside maybe our personal mm-hmm. opinions on the matter and look more sort to the betting. And what I said, Stormy, was, look, I wouldn't place a bet one way or the other because I don't think the NFL, uh, because of the precedent that was set, is going to sit back and accept this ruling. They were pushing for a year, and now they're going to try and get more of a suspension. So, yeah, I think more games would will be coming. Uh, the curiosity that I have, though, is if this gets dragged out for me, do we potentially see the, uh, Deshaun Watson play a couple games before the ultimate ruling comes out? Uh, that would be the interesting part. But, you know, where you sit there at Circa, Uh, They were pretty bullish, didn't adjust all that much after the news initially came out compared to other sports books across the country. It really is riveting. And now because of that point you just make of could we potentially see Deshaun Watson on the field makes me question that plus three and a half. I was feeling pretty confident in with my early week one bet on the Panthers. But now I've got some question marks in my head. Uh, Tim, we will talk some college football now, as promised. You and so many folks here at the network did a great job working on this college football betting guide, whether it's win totals, talking conference odds, the whole gamut here. And you covered the independents and the MAC primarily. So that's where we will start. And uh, we both share an affinity for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, which is where we'll begin here. Their win total, eight and a half. New head coach, Marcus Freeman. They do retain the offensive coordinator, though, Tommy Reese, which was so important to the things that they're trying to do. 15 returning starters, yet still a more than two-touchdown dog in that opener against Ohio State. Question marks potentially about the quarterback position. Give me the lay of the land for the Fighting Irish, in your opinion. Yeah, I think eight and a half is, is something that makes sense. And I said in the in the betting guide, I would I would lean towards the over. Now, you know, when we do these write ups, uh, we we give a recommendation. Uh, if any team that you do, you give a recommendation, whether it be an over or under. And at eight and a half, I felt like for me the play would be over. It's juiced at minus one twenty five, as you see right there, because I look at this schedule for Notre Dame as a loss to Ohio State. Pretty much seven or eight games, I'm rather comfortable saying they're going to win. At North Carolina, maybe a little tricky. Uh, You know, a home game against Boston College late in the season, maybe a little tricky, maybe a look-ahead spot. But I think there's three games that are tossed up. Clemson right now, some of the look-ahead lines around a pick at home against the Tigers. uh, In Vegas against BYU, a short favorite. And then 
uh, you know, the final game of the year at USC. Can Notre Dame win one of those toss-ups? And that's what it all came down to to me when I leaned towards the over on eight and a half. I have not personally played it, so it is not a mm-hmm. one of the win totals that I have currently in pocket. But there are a lot of questions that the Irish have, as you pointed out. You got a new head coach, a first-time head coach who's coached one game, and Marcus Freeman in the Fiesta Bowl. Great start, up twenty-eight to seven, and then four finish. They lose that game, thirty-seven to thirty-five. He's talked about the adjustments that he has to make. Tommy Reese as the offensive coordinator, uh, being retained, a very bright mind. Uh, Al Golden comes from the Cincinnati Bengals, some head coaching experience, which I think is very important for this Irish team. The biggest thing for me, Stormy, for the Irish and their success this year are the skill positions on offense. I think this defense is going to be very, very solid. I think the addition of Brandon Joseph, a first-team All-American just a couple years ago from Northwestern to fill the void of Kyle Hamilton. They've got uh, Isaiah Foskey, a likely first-round pick, coming off the edge. A lot of depth at defensive line and linebacker. So I'm not too worried about the defense. It's the, it's the offensive skill position. Did Tyler Buckner at quarterback, is he going to live up to his high four-star uh, ranking that he had coming out of San Diego uh, out of the high school ranks? Running back depth. Tons and tons of injuries. Kyron Williams did everything for them. He has moved on to the NFL. Uh, You look at Logan Diggs. He's dealing with the shoulder injury, likely out until October. Uh, Jadarian Price, he's out with the torn Achilles. So very limited depth at running back and then wide receiver, a lot to be desired there. I think Lorenzo Styles, though, is a guy that's going to have a breakout season. I anticipate him to have a, a very, very solid year building off his performance in the Fiesta Bowl. And then the last thing for offense, Stormy, I'll say, is that Notre Dame's strength this year, like it has been for so many years, will be up front on the offensive line. Harry, he stand his back as their offensive line coach. I think Notre Dame's line will be very, very solid if they could figure out the run game. That's why I think nine or ten wins is likely for the Irish. Love that. And I am very jealous, by the way. I already know you have plans to go to that BYU game here at Allegiant Stadium. <laughs> You'll be boozing it up, so I will be very envious there. Uh, other independents, though, BYU, UMass, UConn, Liberty, as you, you went through the list here, were there any numbers where you thought, hey, maybe this is too high or too low, and it was worth a, some, a value play potentially? Yeah, I, I didn't write up BYU. Dave Cooley and I split them up, but certainly that is a team that I know you know very well. Uh, brings back a ton of talent. Um, you know, a very daunting schedule there for the Cougars early on. Uh, but I think they could get a couple, you know, wins, whether it be against Notre Dame in Las Vegas in that neutral site game or, you know, getting Arkansas in mid-October. What a, a big opportunity for the Cougars. They have Jaron Hall. They bring back most starters, uh, returning starters of any team in the country. So, you know, BYU is a team on their final year of independence is, is one to keep an eye on. And then Army, you know, Army. I look at it, can they stormy win some of their toss-up games? They lost their quarterback, but this is a team under Jeff Munkin that has reached that level of nine or eight wins uh, pretty regularly here. So I do anticipate Army to have a strong season. They're an independent, play a couple FCS teams. So if they can you know, get revenge against Navy, lost that game 17-13 to 13 last year, can they beat Air Force again in Arlington, Texas? Air Force is a team that a lot of people are high on at Beeson. Uh, entering this year to maybe even win the Mountain West. So I do think Army is a team to maybe look at to the over of nine wins. I think the floor for the for the for the Black Knights is probably eight. Tim, we're running out of time here. So just in the last like 45 or so seconds, I know you guys also did a great job covering the Mac, you and Dave Tooley tag teaming that. That's a league that always feels a little bit up for grabs for me since 2011. Eleven teams in the conference have played for that title. Who do you like in the Mac? All right. So I broke broke down the Mac 
So Toledo's on the other side. I do think Toledo uh, has a really good chance to win this conference this year. Uh, but the team that I like and the, the win total has continued to move is Bowling Green. Mm. Bowling Green, uh, according to Bill Conley, brings back 95% of their production. That's the most uh, in the country, 95% of their offensive production. Uh, this is a team, look, you know, can they we eke out a couple wins against Akron, against Ohio, against Buffalo? I think Buffalo's down. They didn't lose anybody really to the transfer portal, bring back their starting quarterback, bring back their head coach. Uh, they bring back a ton of talent, all of their main pass catchers. So Bowling Green, I have a ticket in pocket over three and a half on the Falcons, Stormy. I love it, Tim. And I did not get nearly enough maction from this conversation, so we will have to have you on again <laughs> to com complete going through the conference. Thank you so much, Tim. That is our guy, Tim Murray, host of the Nightcap. Make sure you check him out tonight at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern. Coming up, all things Major League Baseball with Steve Buchanan. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Live from Las Vegas, welcome into My Guys in the Desert. This segment presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everybody's timeline's a little different. Everybody's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zen's there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. There were nine afternoon baseball games today. Six games still to come, which is where we will start talking a little Major League Baseball here halfway through the show. And prop lock and profit, you already know. We got two K props that I like today. And we're going to start with my guy, Sam. Andy Alcantara over seven and a half strikeouts today. Now, this was available earlier in the day, plus 130, plus 140. It is now around plus 110 across the board. Uh, great bounce back spot, I think, from the Mets game last Friday. One of the top pitchers in the National League, second lowest DRA in baseball, 199. Trying to salvage a series with the Reds here today. He's going deep into games, leads the league in innings. He's averaging better than seven and two-thirds innings per start since May 11th. Uh, striking out 31.3% of batters over the last 30 days. Reds projected lineup meanwhile we know one of the worst in baseball 27th in the league on the year just shy of 25 percent strikeouts a number that's actually been worse over their last 30 days they also struggle against high velocity fastballs from righties in steps my guy sandy that k-prop just feels like a home run if i'm honest pun intended uh also like shohei otani and i know it's gross when you look at that eight and a half and it's minus 110 in this economy and it's just gone up it's minus 140 on DraftKings now so i'm sorry if you missed the opportunity to get the lower number but my expectations another big performance on shohei day uh it's not particularly analytical or scientific i am just kind of betting his overs until he misses he has six straight double digit strikeout games Good lineup, bad lineups that he's facing. It hasn't mattered. He's slinging strikes. And oh, by the way, today he has the good fortune of pitching, pitching against the Oakland Athletics. So that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Excited to continue our Major League Baseball conversation with great friend of the show, Steve Buchanan. MLB analyst uh, over at DraftKings can also catch him Monday, Wednesday, Friday on MLB Network's MLB Central. And I actually feel like we're kind of the meme from Titanic. It's been 84 years since I've seen you. How are you? <laughs> It really has. Like, I feel like it's been about two months now. Like, nobody drowned, which was great, too. I think you would leave me room to get on the float, so I feel like we're ready to go. There was absolutely enough room on that door. There was room. Um, yes, yep. I would I would save you, Steve. Don't you worry.
worry. Uh, it was a very interesting trade deadline, obviously, yesterday. The biggest news being Juan Soto going to the Padres. He's expected to make his debut today. But aside from the Juan Soto and Josh Bell move specifically, what do you think was the, the most impactful trade that's been made over the last 24, 48 hours? Yeah, there's, there's a lot of ones that you can choose from. But sticking with that Padres team, uh, getting Josh Hader the day before was it yesterday? I, don't, I can't even keep track anymore. They got Josh Hader before the trade deadline closed. But I think that was so pivotal, too, because it was another piece of the puzzle that the Padres really needed to address. If you look at what their bullpen did, talking about the Padres, in the ninth inning alone, they had the highest ERA in all of baseball, a 5.12 ERA in the ninth inning. So now they go out and get arguably one of the best relievers in the game. I know he's been struggling as of late, but if you can go out and get a dominant closer like Josh Hader, you go out and do so. And that's exactly what they did. I think he'll get back to form with San Diego. Massive move by them aside from Juan Soto, but I think that was one of the other biggest moves that we saw at that trade deadline. Yeah, and he was already just mowing guys down yesterday in his first appearance with them, but you look back to April and May where he didn't give up a run. The potential is right. certainly there. A team in the Padres that's very motivated. I know the NL West is going to be out of range for the Padres, but how much do you think that this really gives them an opportunity? We saw the odds have been impacted greatly for them in the World Series, for them in the pennant. Do you think that that's the right call, that they've really set themselves up to compete with the Dodgers and the Mets of the like in the National League? Yeah, no doubt, too. And the Mets really kind of standing pat was kind of puzzling for me because teams like the Braves, teams like the Phillies, you know, teams that are in the contention for the wild card and even in the East made some big moves. So I was surprised that the Mets kind of stood pat. They have one of the best rotations, no doubt. But overall, this Padres team feels like the best overall team in baseball right now when you add Josh Bell and Juan Soto. And then you're also going to be getting back Fernando Tatis Jr. Mm -hmm. That lineup is going to be one of the best in all of baseball. So I agree with how the odds have shifted. It's wonderful if you got it before they shifted here because as of yesterday, they were 20 to 1. Look at the difference mm -hmm. that they are as of today. So hopefully you got on that earlier than later, but still the Padres are still a great bet. I have no issue with them taking them to win it all. Yeah, our guy Tim Murray in the last segment actually said, he's like, I had a feeling when the steam was coming in overnight, he got that 22 to one right here at Circa. So really impressive by him to have that foresight. And speaking of standing pat, if I'm the Rockies, how frustrated are you this week knowing that you're the one team that didn't make a single move and now you're facing the team that made the biggest ones? Uh, <laughs> great stuff. Like I mentioned coming off the top, I'm buying in on Shohei Otani today. Shohei Day, Angels taking on the Oakland A's and rumor has it that you have a Shohei prop of your own. What you got for us? Yeah, that is a rumor that I can confirm. <laughs> Shohei Otani to go over 20 and a half outs recorded. You can get that at minus 110 tonight. He's only gone over this number in four starts. So you might think that this maybe isn't a great play here. But we're talking about going against the Oakland Athletics. Literally one of the worst offenses in all of baseball. And specifically against right-handed pitching. They rank in all of baseball. 28th in runs scored against right-handed pitching. 29th in WOBA, which as we've talked about before, is like the catch-all of all offensive stats. Worst in the second worst in the league in that category there. But this is what really does it for me here. The Oakland Athletics ranked 24th against the fastball and dead last against the slider. Those two pitches combined is what Shohei Otani throws 68% of the time when he's on the mound. 
He should be able to plow through this lineup tonight. So give me so give me Shohei to go at least seven innings in this game. Get that at minus 110. Here with MLB betting analyst over at DraftKings, Steve Buchanan, going through the slate tonight. Uh, I mentioned in addition to being Shohei, Shohei Day, it's also Sandy Alcantara Day uh, as the Marlins go head-to-head with the Reds, trying to sneak one out after going down in the series two games to none so far. Uh, you're not going pitching, though, here. What are you looking at? Yeah, I'm taking the Marlins on the run line here at minus one and a half. The Marlins are 12 and nine on the run line when he takes the mound and they're going up against the Reds and Mike Miner. Let me tell you about Mike Miner. I don't know why he's still pitching in the major leagues. Okay. This is somebody who's allowed at least four runs. I know, but he's still getting the check. So don't worry about it. He's allowed at least four runs in six of the 10 starts that he's made in a Reds uniform and his numbers on the road get even worse. 6.46 ERA when he's pitching away from Cincinnati. But there's one thing we have to remember too, coming off this trade deadline, the Reds just shipped off two of their best hitters. Brandon Drury went to the Padres. Another move the Padres made. Tommy Pham went to the Red Sox. So now this team only has one player with double-digit home runs. That's Joey Votto with exactly 10. This is not an offense you need to fear anymore. So give me the Marlins to win this game by at least two runs. You can get them at a plus money at plus 110, minus one and a half for the uh, Marlins in this one. And you've also got me thinking maybe an under could be in play here, but with that number going mm. down to six and a half, the lowest one on the board, I don't know if I can right. get involved there. I'm a little anxious to touch it. You did mention the Padres, though, again, which I'm mad at myself. I didn't just follow up on this when I when it was still served up there on a silver platter for me to go to you, but obviously Padres Rockies uh, coming up tonight Chad Cole and Blake Snell on their opposing hills total eight and a half any thoughts oh my goodness give me the over for this one the regression for Chad Cool has finally kind of kicked in here through 20 and two-thirds innings in the month of July has an 8.71 ERA he's allowed 22 runs on 31 hits and seven home runs why I put the emphasis on that seven home runs because that's what he gave up combined through the months of April and June. So the home runs have been coming in bunches when he's taking the mound. And oh, by the way, the Padres just made all these moves and now they have a plethora of power hitters specifically in the middle of that lineup. Anytime I can use plethora, I go to do it. So that's just a little note there. But he's already struggled twice in his two starts against the Padres. Eight earned runs allowed on 15 hits through nine innings pitched as well. And then just from the Colorado side, they're a good hitting club against lefties going up against Blake Snell. They've scored 12 runs off of him in three total games. Two of them did come in Colorado, but he did get roughed up a bit on the road as well. So give me this one to go over eight and a half runs. Come for the analytical data. Stay for the vocabulary. Plethora. (laughs) Love it. Uh, We've only got about uh, a minute and a half here left with you, but one more bet that you really, really like. You want to make sure the people know about tonight. Yeah, I'll take the uh, St. Louis Cardinals to go on the run line minus one and a half. Uh, The Cardinals are one of the best run line teams in the league, 56 and 47 in that scenario that has them covering just under 58% of the time as favorites, 29 and 25. They got Miles Michaelis taking them on tonight, 2.31 ERA at home, 245 Woba going against this Cubs offense who did nothing at the deadline. No one's really sure why, but here they are anyways. But the Cardinals, one of the best scoring teams at home, uh, 4.7 runs on average when they're hitting at home here. Give me them to win by this game by two runs against the Cubs. So they're taking St. Louis Cardinals minus one and a half. Are you better to do nothing like the Cubs or do something and be a seller for somebody you probably shouldn't be selling at this time? I don't know. Do your thing. Steve, you are the best. Really, really appreciate your time as always, buddy.
All right, we'll talk to you later. Thanks. That is the one and only Steve Buchanan, MLB betting analyst at DraftKings. Make sure you give him a follow as well at SBuchanan24 on Twitter. Does a great job. I mean, honestly, just being like that secondary screen to watching some of these games, hilarious, and gives out some of his plays there as well. When we come back, we'll get you prepped for the Hall of Fame game coming up tomorrow, the first preseason game of the NFL. Our guy Dwayne Colucci gives us the lowdown on that and all things at the book. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. You can subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Wrapping things up here on My Guys in the Desert, we have football. This week, the Hall of Fame game coming up tomorrow between the Las Vegas Raiders and, of course, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Time for fade or follow. Are we rolling with the way the public is betting this thing? So let's see the handle so far. 80%, 81% of bets 
on the Raiders minus two in this one. You're not going to see star players on either side. We already know Trevor Lawrence isn't going to start. Their backup quarterback is injured in C.J. Beathard, so it's Jake Luton who's going to be the guy. Travis Etienne won't be playing as well after missing all of last year. The running back's dealing with an illness coming into this one. But So, yeah, advantage Raiders to me in the quarterback department. Jared Stidham coming from the Patriots' way. Nick Mullins behind him, 17 NFL starts in his background. And the Raiders actually 3-0 in Hall of Fame games. It's the childhood home of head coach Josh McDaniels. Plus, a couple of former Raiders are going to be enshrined. So maybe there's a little bit more organizational motivation for these guys here. How about the total? We already know it's heavy bets to the under. 83% of the handle, 62% of tickets on under 30 and a half, a number, which by the way, has already ticked down from 33 and a half. I'm not betting it, but if you do, it feels very much so one of those like hold your nose plays like the Army Navy game last year when we're like, okay, bet the under 30 and a half. There's been 16 straight unders here. Well, the under is 12 and seven the last 19 Hall of Fame games, but seven and two the last nine with the average being about six and a half points being the differ from the posted number per game, even with the lack of star power though. I feel like these are new head coaches, teams that are trying to, you know, show up for the new guys. Maybe they want to improve their offenses based on these head coaches, you would think. I don't know. I'm more with the public than not. If anything, I would prefer to bet Vegas than the under with the way that the number has gone down as much. Let's talk through that and so much more as we bring in Dwayne Clucci, manager of the Rampart Race and Sportsbook over in Summerlin at NYBookieDwayne on Twitter. Dwayne, uh, I'll get back to the Hall of Fame game in a moment. But obviously, the very, very big news today, Deshaun Watson's six-game suspension will be appealed by the National Football League. Welcome in. But how are you all handling this at the Rampart? Well, you know, we're, we're definitely keeping our eye on it. You knew that they were going to appeal this, Stormy. So you definitely had that sense. That's how the NFL uh, reacts when there is litigation of that and a suspension basically passed on down. You know, uh, we made our adjustments. We're still sitting at the AFC Championship. The Browns are 12-1 to 1 here at the Rampart in South Point. You know, uh, we always see Brown action. I always say that. And they're 30-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Six games is a lot. I'll be honest with you, Stormy. From a gambler's perspective, not having him in the, uh, you know, lineup, he's definitely and way better than any quarterback that they have on that roster currently. And he means so much to a team. You see how well he performed with the Texans when he was at peak performance, but he did sit out all last year and you have to take that into consideration as well. You know, the front office and the teammates say that he's very, uh, you know, he wants to be a participant. He wants to play. He's very hungry, but that don't always pan out. They uh, pass down the six game suspension. So as bookmakers, we'll keep our eye on it. I think, it'll be upheld though stormy to be honest with you interesting and that kind of brings me to my next question but just how are people approaching it when you see them coming up in the sports book like how are people talking to you are they more about hey i don't think when deshaun watson comes back he's going to be up to snuff it's been over 650 days since the last time he had meaningful reps in an nfl game or hey he is clearly the biggest upgrade that they could have at this position they've got a an easier start to the schedule albeit six games so maybe they can get over the hump once he comes back like how have people talked to you about it at the sports book 
Well, you know, you get a mixed consensus on that. You know, Jacoby Brissett is definitely a, a reasonable and adequate. Uh, I believe he would be the starter, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Deshaun Watson means so much to him. You have to take this into consideration. This is why they gave him all this money and they're putting all their backing. So the ease of the schedule in the beginning is a great point. They definitely maybe could get over the hump. That's a wide open division. I feel that the AFC is definitely going to be very competitive in our division out here with the Raiders. Denver had some injuries already, so we're going to watch them. But uh, I think Cleveland can possibly sneak in if their cards are played right and they're able to sustain the period without Watson. So as bookmakers, we're keeping our eye on it. Definitely myself, Chris Andrews, Vinny, you know, we always want all the information we could gather and especially with a player of this magnitude. Mm -hmm. You have to look at how Cleveland basically put their franchise faith and turned their back on Mayfield. So they obviously feel it's a substantial upgrade from Baker Mayfield or anything they had in the past. And they do have a pretty solid team, good running back core, good defense. They definitely could compete right after this suspension is served. Yeah, largely considered a top-tier roster with the exception of the most important position on the field without Deshaun Watson in the quarterback position. Uh, For anybody who's just joining us, of course, the big news today, Deshaun Watson, six-game suspension is being appealed by the National Football League. Here with manager of the Rampart Race and Sportsbook, Dwayne Colucci. You mentioned the Raiders there, and like I said, Raiders-Jags, Hall of Fame game. We have football coming up tomorrow. A little bit of a two-parter here, my friend. How much do people actually tend to bet this? I mean, the Raiders being involved, so maybe that's a little bit more interest this year. Um, But how tough is that also on your guys's bookmaker standpoint to create these numbers knowing you have so many backups at the important positions? Yeah, well, that's how you have to focus uh, and pay attention to who the reserve quarterbacks are, the backup running backs, because you said earlier in the segment, and you were 100% right, Stormy, you're not going to see any superstars out there. You're not going to see Adams, Carr, and Waller out there at Jacobs. You're going to see a lot of the backups, and the Raiders do have a decent backup core, so I would say they will be uh, you know, more of a public pick in this game. Like you said, you have a few guys being enshrined, and we're definitely going to garner better handle with the Las Vegas Raiders being involved in this Hall of Fame game. And you have so many people, Stormy. It's it's so easy to market betting on the NFL because everybody's waiting for it. It's a dry period now. You only have baseball. You have some golf. You have a little NASCAR. Horse racing is excellent right now, but not a, uh, you know all of my customers are into that. So once you have the NFL and college rounding back around, it's an exciting time. Raiders are two and a half at the Rampart in South Point, up already a half point. Total has been bet down three and a half points. We're at 30 now. That's a very low total. And we have the Raiders at minus 140 on the money line, buyback plus 120 on the Jaguars. I think the Raiders will come out on top in this game, and it's going to be tough for us uh, to get some Jaguar buyers, especially with the Las Vegas home base, Stormy. And everybody wants to see the Raiders succeed this year. They have an exciting roster. They were on the brink. Uh, you know, the advancing last year and we'll see how it plays out. It's going to be really good for the city of Las Vegas and increased handle on NFL wagering. Yeah, absolutely. And just, I mean, excited to have NFL football in whatever capacity we have it on our television screens coming up. Uh, That total though, 30, I just can't bring myself to do it. It's the lowest preseason game total since 2004, I read, which just blows my mind. One team, Dwayne, I know a lot of people 
absolutely love buying in on in the preseason and how could you not is John Harbaugh and the Baltimore Ravens 20 straight games that they have won in the preseason against the spread 17 wins they are a team people like to buy in on for a reason Harbaugh likes to win these games this year they've got Tennessee Arizona and Washington uh is there any team that you would make them underdogs against in the preseason knowing how much they they tend to win these games uh, I'll be honest with you, no, because you know the public's going to back a 20-game winning streak, Stormy. So when you're playing, uh, you know, backups, you look at Harbaugh's record in the preseason, and he likes to win these games, and so does the team. So uh, I definitely believe they will be the favorite in each and every one of these preseason games. Opening one against the Titans, they're minus five. Total is 33-and-a-half at the Ram, uh, Rampart and South Point. We're going to definitely see how this plays out, though, with Lamar Jackson getting into the Ravens of the regular season. I want to see how he performs after sitting out an extensive period uh, last year. He has a contract situation. It's going to be interesting to see how the team handles this. They really don't seem to surround him with the greatest of wide receivers. Uh, A lot of past players are critical of his performance, but in the preseason, it seems like it's a different animal. They're getting up for these games, whereas like you said, some of the teams are just resting guys. Guys are holding out in contract situations. You won't see any starters until basically the last preseason game, if you even do, because who wants to risk injury? And you will not see Lamar Jackson, in my opinion, uh, up until later in the preseason, just to take a few reps and get acclimated, Stormy. So, you know, we're going to have massive Raven backing when you see winning streaks, that's what enamors the public, especially in the NFL. They feel that they have an advantage. That's why we'll increase the point spread. And as the money comes in, I believe we opened it uh, you know, at five. It's sitting at a solid five. We'll see how uh, getting close to game time is back. Dwayne, I have so many more questions, but not enough time. Really, really appreciate your insight as always. Thanks, Stormy, and uh, congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate you. That is our guy, Dwayne Colucci at the Rampart Race and Sportsbook. Great insight from him. As usual, that's a wrap on My Guys. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.